Welcome to Stripped Simple. I'm your host, Olivia. Let's talk about self-care and simple beauty. What you put on your skin is really important. I'm going to give you some ingredients, and what you do with them is up to you to decide. Mix and match as you desire. You are your own alchemist. Simple care, simple ingredients, simple beauty. Stripped Simple Epsom Salt. Now, I've been saying that all of these are my favorite, and I might be a little bit biased having put together this list, but Epsom Salt is truly special to my soul. I have a little bit with me. Epsom Salt is like these granular rock. A little bit of ASMR. I love Epsom salt. It is extremely useful for skincare and self-care. It is one of the self-care methods that was cultivated as a child by my mother. I played a lot of sports, did a lot of track and field, things like that, and when I would come home sore from athletics, my mom would tell me, you know, get in a bath, I'll put in some Epsom salt for you, I'll run you an Epsom salt bath, and I would get in and I would feel much better. So this one is one of the ones that I was practicing before I even knew what self-care meant. Uh, so you use it, as I said, most commonly in baths. It is not a plant, but it does come from the earth. And where is it from? can usually be harvested from dried out lake beds depending on their composition but it can also be found in mines and in limestone caves and epsom salt is extremely useful you can use it because it has magnesium so because it has a lot of magnesium that magnesium helps make it easier for you to relax and for you to detoxify it is good for pain, for inflammation, things like arthritis, it's good for sleep, and it's good for your skin. Another thing that a magnesium will do if you take it orally is that it's a bit of a laxative, so it will make your digestion regular if you are not regular. Now, emotionally, Epsom salt helps you relax and calm down. And because of that, it can boost your happiness levels and help you balance your mood, making it really good for anxiety and stress. So it's more of a like a mood balancer, but it does have effects on your emotions. What can you make with it? Epsom salt, as I said, uh, is very good for bats. If you use it by itself, it's still fantastic. If you want to amplify the effect of the bath, you can use it with an essential oil or you can put herbs in if you want a teabag bath. That's when you have a teabag essentially that you make with herbs in it. If you want chamomile, for example, and lavender, if you wanted to sleep, I'm allergic to chamomile, so I wouldn't use it for myself. And that's also something to keep in mind if you are allergic 
when you are using a plant or whenever you're using an oil, make sure that they are not related. I'm allergic to chamomile, so for example, me using helichrysanthemum oil or me using blue tansy or even me using like anything in that family means that there's a potential for an allergic reaction there as well. So just always check on that, make sure that you're not going to be allergic to anything that you use or that you know which family that plant is from or that anybody that you give something to is not going to be allergic to anything that you've used. Just, you know, stay safe, stay aware, try and make the experience as pleasant as possible for everyone so that they can keep on experiencing it. So another thing you can do though, if you know, you know it is safe and you would like to, you can add aromatherapy to that bath and take that magnesium to the next level. That can be lavender oil in there, that can be orange oil in there if, for example, you wanted to go to sleep, maybe even both. Both of those are very good for sleep, for relaxing, for calming down. They're very sedative oils. And of course you would do this with the help of a carrier oil because that's what they do. Carrier oils carry essential oils. Some of them, like lavender, can be applied neat. But there are some hot oils like cinnamon or like eucalyptus that will burn your skin on contact or will burn your skin if it encounters too much of it. So what you end up doing is you add a carrier oil at a level or percentage that is safe. You can find charts on this online on Google and you measure out a certain amount of essential oil drops to to amount of oil and the the common the common sizes for essential oil bottles for example are 5 milliliters 15 milliliters, 30 milliliters, and 100 milliliters. Each milliliter has 20 drops. So if you got something that was 5 milliliters, you would have about 100 drops in that bottle that you could use for whatever you wanted to use. That's a good sample size, you know, if you want to try out something and see if you like it, if you don't like it. So if you went on to Google and you wanted a 2% dilution, for example, which is safe for skin and for baths and things like that, you could find out how much 2% would be and put that much essential oil, that much oil, and you add it to your bath because what the carrier oil does, which could be any kinds of oils like jojoba, for example, which I will actually be talking about later, is that it carries that essential oil safely when it comes into contact with your skin. So you can use it for bath salts, you can use Epsom salt in bath bombs, you can use it in bath scrubs and other bath products. I will say that the one that I have right now, there are different types of grades of it and there's also different fineness. So. You can get a very fine quality that's like table salt, or you could get bigger, coarser quality like rock salt. So just keep that in mind when you are making things because sometimes it is easier to work with one size over a different size. If you wanted to make a bath bomb, that's when you introduce baking soda and citric acid and a hardener, which can be like cornstarch or a clay in addition to maybe some Epsom salt and a liquid, whether that is oil, witch hazel, isopropyl, water, you put it together into a shape that can be from a measuring cup, from a mold, 
you let that dry and then you have bath bombs. You can also, you know, scent those with essential oils also safely. And that will allow you to make your own bath products. You can do that with scrubs as well. You know, just oil and a certain grade of salt. And that would also help. Another really cool thing that I've had done is I've had a massage done with magnesium oil. And magnesium oil is not actually an oil. It is a liquid because it is water with magnesium, but it has the consistency of oil. So when you are trying to make creams and lotions that are particularly relaxing, that is a really interesting thing to add to them. One of the books that I have called Essential Glow has a body butter recipe in it that uses magnesium oil. And people do call it magnesium oil, but it is not actually an oil. But you can add it to creams, which is essentially what matters. And you can use it to relax sore muscles outside of a bath, which is also very useful. So how was Epsom salt discovered? Epsom salt was actually discovered by a guy named Henry Wicker in the 17th century who lived in the town of Epsom, London, which is where it got its name. Because the town was called Epsom, it became Epsom salt. And people used it for bathing, but they also used it as a laxative and to heal wounds. And the reason that Henry Wicker discovered Epsom salt is because they were going through a bit of a drought and his herd of cows refused to drink from a lake that was full of Epsom salt, even though it was clear. And he couldn't figure out why until he tasted it and realized that it was bitter. And then when he was trying to puzzle over that and dried some, Epsom salt was there. So that is how Epsom salt got discovered. Thank you for tuning in and tune in next time for more Strip Simple Ingredients. And remember, you are your own alchemist.